What's up, YouTube nights? Welcome to Lords of Lombox presents the cover price top 10 for the week ending July 9, 2023. Hope you guys are all having a good day. While you guys are congregating, let's say the word since we're celebrating 50 years of hip hop. What's up, YouTube nights? Welcome to the Cover Price Top 10, or actually Top 11. It's Top 10 plus one because there's always a runner-up. Welcome to the show. Say what's good to everybody, Laura. Hey, guys. I'm a little bit sunburned. Can you tell? No. I actually got some color. Yeah, maybe you look a little bit red. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I burn. No. You burn, TiVo? I, don't think, I think you would just tan like this no, golden this god. No, you know what? At first, my first initial tan, I burn, and then after that, it's just a golden coat. Mm. No. Speaking of golden right. coats, my man JB, say what's good. How you doing, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Top 10. I, I think a couple people are going to have a couple of these. So, oh, yeah, yeah this, sure. is the, this is the list where you can actually score. Uh, make sure you tune in on Thursday, too, for the list that you don't score in. But uh, welcome to the show. It's a good one. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Once again, this show is brought to our friends over at CoverPrice.com for your price guides, collections, and trends. Head over to CoverPrice.com 
for the low price of $6.99 a month or a two-week free trial, they got a bunch of uh, brand new features. I kind of fumbled it last week when I tried to add to my virtual box, but I figured it out. So I'll show you guys on Thursday when we go over to Shaker Show. Show is also sponsored by our friends over at Bird City Comics. Use discount code of LOTLB to get 15% off anything in the Bird City Comics store. And I believe Miss Laura has some news about something that's dropping Friday. Give us the deets. Yes, we're so excited. We've had this one in the bag for a while. This is Sacrificers issue number one, written by Rick Remender. And this is our Tahani, sorry, Tahani exclusive. She did this. I wish I could show you guys the whole process, but she sketched it all out. And it was like this meticulous process. Um, I'm in love with it. And this drops this Friday, 500 virgins. Wow. And there if you, go. you would like to know oh, exactly yeah. when it drops, text the word exclusive to the number 833-550-0802 to subscribe. Is that an image book? A sacrifice? Yeah, this is image. It's a really cool story. Like each family has to sacrifice a member of their family in order to like maintain this utopia. Kind of has like a really twisted Hunger Games vibe to it. Easy. I know what fam. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, let's get right to it, boys and girls. This is the cover price top 10. As always, there's a runner up to the top 10. What do we have for this week's runner up? Almost made the list. We have Venom 2099, number one from 2019. Venom has a fantastic following, and with two successful box office outings, there are currently dozens of rumors running rampant about Venom 3. Everything from the appearance of Andrew Garfield to Venom's own multiversal saga, including Null. What is strange is there haven't been any rumors about Aaliyah Bell, the second Venom 2099. Despite that, sales of this issue, which are her debut, have taken off. The last we saw of Bell was in Spider-Man 2099, Dark Genesis number five. Perhaps there's news out there that we haven't seen yet. Nevertheless, we tracked 24 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 100% with a high sale of 115 for a CGC 9.8 and a current near-mint fair market value of $15. Uh, Venom 2099 coming in, uh, number one coming in as a runner up. I think people are just specking on 2099 books in general. I think so too. Yeah. Cause I have, a. I just found my two, X-Men 2099 and it's like really, really like, uh, the, what year did it come out? See, this well, came I, out that, recently. That came but, out with the doom and yeah, it was a whole, that was a while ago. Out. That was like a Spider-Man to, uh, you know, the old school one. This is like the new version that came out in 2019, but there was the, the older version as well. So runner up is Venom 2099 number one. All right, let's get right to what do we have for number 10. All right, everybody at <sighs> number 10 on the list, we've got Barnstormers issue. Number one, the Jenny Frizen one in 25 cover from Dark Horse. Now, Jenny Frizen has a dedicated fan base. Laura is one of them. Yeah. One that routinely propels her work into the spotlight. Now, this book is no different as it debuted to marginal acclaim, yet no other covers for Barnstormer number one have seen quite the same attention. This 1 in 25 variant from, from Frizen is the leader of the pack by a wide margin, and once again, her influence has made itself known throughout the community. We track 22 copies sold at a 7-day trend of 117% with a high sale of $55 for a raw copy and a current raw near-mint fair market value of $52. Bucks. Ugh, I want it. I want it so bad. 
Shot. It's good to see, you know, it's good to see, uh, first of all, number 10 is Barnstormers number one, the Jenny Frizen one in 25 variant. It's good to see books that are on here that are just gorgeous covers or good stories. Not, I don't think there's any news, development news on, on this being developed on TV or movies, right? I mean, you know. Not that I know of, but she's going to be at San Diego Comic-Con, so maybe people are trying to snag up some obscure covers for signings. That's true. That is true. Yeah. She's always got a long line too. So there you go. She draws the uh, feminine face very well. I think I dig it. It's All strong, right. but feminine. I'm, I'm going to just totally fangirl over her. Everything she does is perfect. So what does it say? Barnstormers, a ballad of love and murder. Of Ooh. course. That's romantic. All right. Let's get to number nine. What we got next. Okay. This is interesting. My little pony. Number 14. Just a Suda. This is a retailer one in 10 incentive from IDW back in 2023. While IDW has been losing some IP lately, they're still going strong on the My Little Pony front. My Little Pony has a ton of fans, and when a new character is introduced, they take notice. Meet Violet Rainbow, a crafting protege and new member of the group. Fans are here for this one in 10 variant from Just a Suda that features the character in her element sprawled out with all of her crafting goodness. We tracked 13 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 257% with a high sale of $70 for a raw copy and a near-mint fair market value of $45. And I will say this, when I was uh, talking with Trish Forstner, she said that the bronies, that's like a real big deal. The brony oh, yeah. people that have all these, yeah. I was going to say Who's buying this? Is it's not it's not it's not girls, it's not little kids, it's it's grown ass men that are dropping 70 bucks on it. I guarantee you it's bronies. <laughs> like tight, tight, like these biker looking guys. Like, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to the bronies. <laughs> Brony. Number nine on the list is my little pony number 14. The just to just a suda. Did I say that right? Just a just suda. a suda. And I think JB, don't you have this? Yeah. You know, no, I do not have this do. book. That's come on now. Let your broniness out. <laughs> yeah, let, the, on, let your brony flag fly. Mm-hmm. All right, oh, I got what the brony shirt. What are you talking about, man? All right. <laughs> well, it's almost ironic if you wear like a My Little Pony shirt, right? All right. What do we have for number I'll eight? I'll break it out if you want. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Next up, we've got Hulk Annual Issue Number One, the Gary Frank regular cover. Now. The love that this book is receiving is very reminiscent of the love Immortal Hulk had when it debuted. Just genuine fanfare, and man, it's awesome. Moreover, this book introduces the eldest, a major player in the war between Hulk and the Mother of Horrors. The prospect of the Emerald Monster versus the Mother of Horrors has many fans grabbing anything they can in preparation, and that includes this book. We tracked 33 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 102% with a high sale of $28 for a near-mint plus raw copy and a raw near-mint fair market value of $16. Yeah, it's kind of amazing. Uh, Hulk Annual number one coming in at number eight. Uh, when they relaunched it and they gave it more of a horror vibe, it, it breathed new life into the Hulk title. If you guys remember... Immortal Hulk was fantastic. Yeah, was that last year? It got wonky at the end, but it yeah. started really strong. <laughs> Al Ewing, right? Was it last year that Al Ewing did that? I'm trying to remember. Um, yeah, because they created this whole backstory and uh, mythos where as opposed to it was just some dude who got exposed to gamma rays and just became a green monster. 
that always kept his purple pants on from somehow, but you know, <laughs> number eight on the list, Hulk annual number one. All right. Uh, what do we have for number seven? We're just cruising tonight. All right. Number seven, uncanny oh, X-Men number 266 from 1990. Many news outlets reported as a fact, but CBR has the gist of it. Rumors are swirling that Channing Tatum will finally be portraying the characters fans have been clamoring for for years. Gambit. Keep in mind, it is currently a rumor, but that hasn't stopped the community from revitalizing the age-old debate of which book he first appeared in. Currently, CGC recognizes this book as his first appearance, but the community is not so easily convinced anymore. We tracked 28 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 125%, with a high sale of 760 for a CGC 9.8, and a raw, very fine fair market value of 161 so settle the debate, TiVo. Is this the first? It's whatever the market dictates. And it's That's first full, said. like, full cover, you know, where they're prominent on the cover, too. Just like Hulk 181 as opposed well, to 180. In you know. continuity, right? No. The other one is, well, what is it? Uh, is it X-Men Annual or Avengers Annual? I forgot which one it was. The the the, the other one where he shows up. Um, But, you know. It's an so, X-Men Annual. Yeah, X Men Annual something and he shows up on multiple panes. With but look dialogue. at that though. I mean, right on the page it says "Enter the Mutant Called Gambit." So uh, you know, yeah. like I said, for those who don't have two six six and have the other one, they're gonna claim that's the first prince. It's you know, but like I always say, get both. What do you guys so, think of all of the leaks that are coming out on Deadpool? Mm, oh, I've been yeah. trying not to follow I too mean, many. There's just so many now. There's so I mean, many. Can avoid it. There's just too many. Isn't it set photos of what are the official set photos of Wolverine in his yellow costume? Yeah, and his comic book accurate costume. Well, what was and awesome was this... is it was he was fighting in front of the uh, uh, the old 20th Century of Fox logo, if he, which was all busted up. Yeah, fantastic. that was that's hilarious. I didn't yeah. even notice. Yeah, yes, watch it again. You can make out like the Fox yeah. universe. You can make is. out the OX of the Fo you know, 20th Century Fox logo. It's pretty funny because it's it's literally. It, it it's Gambit destroying the Marvel universe, but the Fox Marvel universe. Um, Sequential you know, guy. Deadpool yeah. kills the 20th century Fox universe. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Number seven list is Uncanny X-Men number 266. Everybody's favorite Cajun superhero. Number we have for number six. All right. At number six, look at this cover. Star Wars, Dr. Aphra, issue number 33 that David Marquez covered. Now, this book initially wasn't considered a key, but fans are taking a closer look as it features the first cameo of Star Weird. While they aren't named explicitly, people love new characters across the gamut of Star Wars comics. Mm -hmm. That and this issue features Ayla Sakura front and center, whose death was retconned in the previous issue. Now, this opened up a can of worms in the aftermarket that's still going strong. We've tracked an astounding 37 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 105% with a high sale of $27 for a raw copy and a near-mint fair market value of 20 bucks. Wait, uh, Star Wars, Dr. Afro number 33, the David Marquez variant coming in at number six. Wait, was she the one that got killed in Order 66 in the Star Wars film? She didn't have one line of dialogue, but she got killed off. Well, you know, I don't remember yeah. that. She was like standing with her back turned, and then they, they, uh, the stormtroopers uh, turned on her, or excuse me, the clone troopers turned on her and shot her in the back. Uh, she was like a, 
she was standing in front of like a giant mushrooms or something like that. I'm trying to remember. Somebody in the live chat. Right. Me, I think you're that, right. Man. That thing maybe here because it has the same kind of I don't know what they call them. Ted Yeah, yeah. And Kenny Swag says, yeah, that's her. So, um, so cool kind of post mortem spec, I guess. First time, you know, appearance in a comic book, but they've already been killed off in the cinematic universe. So uh, that's interesting. It is. Yeah. yeah. All right. What do we have for number five? Moving quite along briskly, boys and girls, so you don't miss Nearing Nirvana. <laughs> All right. Number five. We have Electra, the movie number one from 2005. Many may forget, but Electra appeared in the Ben Affleck Daredevil and later got her own spinoff film. It was critically and commercially panned. But hey, the nostalgia is flowing these days. Per The Hollywood Reporter, Jennifer Garner is set to return as Electra for the upcoming Deadpool 3. This news has caused the comic adaptation of the film to surge into the spotlight once again, a book that few saw coming. We tracked 24 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 214%, with a high sale of $22 for a raw copy and a very fine fair market value of nine bucks. Uh, Electro, the movie number one coming in at number five. I can totally see her reprising her role because she has aged very well. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, she's so beautiful. She's still, well, I mean, she she does those commercials for I forgot what company, but she's she doesn't doesn't seem like she's aged at all, man. This but, is yeah. gonna be the ultimate fan service. I thought the flash was bad at the end with the fan service. We're getting every cameo of every Fox uh Marvel character in this movie. This is gonna be crazy. Yeah. Uh and Electra was a truly a horrible film. Uh I mean you <laughs> you, you can casting? make an argument. It's the casting, right? Or was it the was it the plot? This is a bad movie. I mean I mean around. you can make an you can make a case that Daredevil the movie's director's cut is not that bad of a film. It may be even yeah. good. I mean uh, I still say it's still the best depiction of how uh DD uses his sonar that we've seen yet. When oh, in the Marvel, yeah, that was yeah. When they good. did the Netflix Very shows, cool. they've never showed how the he really uses his. Uh, well, maybe it's too expensive for Netflix to use since they were paying all tons of money anyway. But number five on the list is good old Electra. Number one, what do we have for number four? Wow, this book does not move. <laughs> oh my goodness! Here we go. You know what? Before we get to this book, everybody knows what this book is. Now is a perfect time. We got ninety five in the chat. If you're enjoying the show, take a moment, hit the thumbs up. Go to the description of this video and subscribe to Nearing Nerdvana. Uh -huh. That is Laura's channel. I'll give you a couple seconds here. Go into the description, click on the <laughs> link, hit subscribe, come right back. And because you've heard this one a couple of times. Next one up, Spider-Man <laughs> issue number seven, the Humberto Ramos top secret oh, wow. spoiler variant. Oh, Good. There's just no getting away from this spider boy. Since his debut, he has consistently appeared on either this list or the runner-up list. But why? Well, a chunk of the community loves him for his relation to the spider family, while another loves the mis mystery behind the character, and yet another loves the potential he holds. Will he be the next Miles Morales? Or will he fall flat and become a forgotten gimmick? Well... If the numbers are to be believed, he's more than just a gimmick. But we're all holding on for the ride. We tracked another 53 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 101% with a high sale of $130 for a CGC 9.8 copy 
and a new raw near mint fair market value of $38. Okay. Number four on the list is Spider-Man number seven, the Umberto Ramos top secret spoiler variant. And I think you're going to see more and more slab sales hit because when it came out to when, you know, the turnaround time for CGC, uh, um, but damn, this doesn't go away. Didn't they just do, was it last week or two weeks ago, his origin story? Or did I read that in a preview? Um, uh, um, yeah, it was in uh, Edge of Spider-Verse 3. Yeah. So we shall see what happens to him. But, you know, Marvel Marvel listens to their consumers pretty well. You know what I'm saying? So I fully expect a Spider-Boy solo series anytime soon. Just like, you know, Spider-Gwen or those other characters. So. Number four on the list is Spider-Man number seven. You know what it is. All right. (laughs) Number three on the list has got to be the other one, right? All right. Yes. So X-Men annual number 14 from 1990. We touched on it already, but the community is grabbing the rumor that Channing Tatum is set to play Gambit and they're just running with it. Thus, the age old argument of which book he appeared in first rears its head. As mentioned, CGC recognizes Uncanny X-Men number 266 as his first appearance. Yet he has much more than a cameo in this book, appearing in 15 panels across nine pages and is even name dropped. The confusion arises because this book was released before 266, yet the events within take place after those in 266. It's all quite confusing. And at this point comes down to preference. But the debate still rages and will continue until it's settled once and for all. We tracked 28 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 243%, with a high sale of $225 for a 9.8 CGC and a raw near-mint fair market value of $40. Oh, Does that change um, your mind, TiVo? That new information? Does that new information that we no, just I mean, I've known that information. anybody's mind as to what <laughs> you thought prior to that? I, I didn't I mean, know that I've the story that actually information. takes just, place after the events in 266. It's just That's the other cover does more. I mean, the other cover does more than this cover. I mean, as simple as that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, say what you will, you know, but, you know, like I said, whoever has one is going to poo-poo with the other. You know, <laughs> that's just yeah. the way it goes, you know. Um, but uh, same with, you know, one Hulk 180, 181 to, uh, you know, if you with that one, this one is a lot Easier or worse? I mean, fr- freaking what? Fourteen panels on ten pages. Fifteen, 15 panels, panels, nine pages. Name yeah, drop. As opposed to Hulk, which was what you know, what maybe. And two the or book three. was released oh, first. This Hulk was released first. Yeah. So there you go, man. I told you guys it's gonna be in the list. So uh, uh, just be careful. We haven't, you know, we haven't gotten confirmation, but you know what. Gambit is eventually going to come as soon as I started doing the X-Men stuff, but uh, I don't expect any announcements anytime soon since, you know, uh, San Diego Comic-Con is not going to have any big presence by Marvel or DC and any of the big studios. So um, I, me thinks they're holding it off, hopefully to D23 from all signs. It doesn't look like the WGA strike is ending anytime soon. And a matter of fact, the screen actors guild uh, contract is coming up too, which could, really screwed things up and that's why you're seeing so many damn um um reality shows on because they don't require they're not part of the writers union or some shit like that because you know reality show supposedly it's not scripted uh, you know you know 
But um, matter of fact, things TiVo that watch that you should watch, sponsored by nobody. Did I already mention the American Gladiators documentary? Tell us about it, TiVo. And it's a documentary. It's on Netflix. It's called Muscles of Mayhem. And it it talks (laughs) about American Gladiators and how it came into existence. And the reason it was so popular in part was there was a writer strike strike at the time. And so you you were limited on what you could watch. But also shows like the, the seedy underside of it. They weren't paid well and anything, but it's very interesting. And it was interesting when that came out, I had just seen a 30 for 30 on ESPN about American Gladiators, about this the main guy. Is it me or did we lose TiVo? Must be me. Did everybody freeze? Oh, we lost JB. We lost Laura. Okay, hold on. Can you hear me? Yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Whose turn is it? Uh, it's JB's. I'm bad. Oh yeah. Sorry. Yeah. We... Sorry about that. I got frozen up there for a second. That was me. <laughs> All right, number two on the list, and my last read of the night. Shout out to the 118 strong man. You know how I love nice. it crowd come on folks give a thumbs up if you're enjoying the show next up spider-man 2099 issue number one originally published in 1992 let's be honest the flash film has fallen pretty flat since it debuted this has led across the spider-verse to claw its way back into the spotlight and hold on strong spider-man 2099 was the beloved newcomer of the film along with many others and has quietly is, and has quickly become the face of the latest installment. Mm-hmm. Fans have been scouring the internet in search of this book where he is featured so prominently on the cover. And luckily, it is plentiful and it is cheap. We tracked <laughs> 83 copies sold at a seven day trend of 112%, with a high sale of 230 bucks for a CGC 9.8 and a raw near mint fair market value. Of only twenty two dollars, and I mean, there's tons of copies of this yeah. printed up back in 1992, but there's still room for it to grow. I feel because there's going to be a part two to the animated sequel, so you know, um, you know, and then you know, oh god, what was the name of that character? So there's, I was what? watching, I was watching online, and they were talking about the uh, deleted scenes or unused footage of of um of i think they they call him miles b parker or something like that where he's basically hangs he's like uh, hangs out with the prowler and they're um like robin hood vigilantes they steal and they give back to like you know hospitals and stuff like go look it up it's pretty cool it's cool and they zip around he doesn't have spider-man's powers but they zip around on the prowlers kind of like you know kind of similar to uh you know uh batman's what do they call it? it was whatever hook that he uses, but it's pretty cool. The, the the stuff that they use for that. Um, I don't know if there's a comic book version of them. I'm trying to think. I think there is, but uh, look it up. But it's very interesting, man. It's uh so can't wait for the sequel to come out, man. I hope they filled them back to back so it wasn't you know impacted by the writer strike. So 
Number two on the list is Spider-Man 2099. Um, let's get to number one. Let's hold off on the giveaway, JB. Let's make okay. a comment on this week's video, and then we'll give something and we'll get something away on Thursday. I like that. That sounds good. All right. All right. All right. We'll give some time. And this came out of left field. I did not expect this. Yeah, but it's been all over social media. All right. At number one this week, we have Extreme Venomverse number four, the Takashi Okasaki 1 in 25 from 2023. By all accounts, fans are loving this series. It's been highly rated and sought after. Add a first few appearances to the mix and you have a hot book. This issue features the debut of Venom Noir, plant-based symbiote Flora, and a manga version of Venom in Necroco. I think I'm saying that right. Well, this 1 in 25 variant from Okasaki features Necroco front and center, and it has been the pick of the litter for fans. It's seen a sharp rise since release, and that incline is only getting sharper. We tracked 81 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 141%, with a high sale of $190 for a raw copy what? and a new mint fair market value of $137. Damn. 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 I know. <laughs> well, man, who was ordering, you know, that many extreme venom verse number three? I think there's a lot of these out there. I mean, I see people posting like stacks of them. I yeah. Maybe I'm Damn. Could be the cart leading the horse or FOMO or anything like that. But, you know, with the news of, you know, them doing a Venom film and, you know, Venomverse stuff and, uh, you know, um, you know, Sony is somewhat limited on what they could do. Right. I mean, they have Spider-Man and Venom and, you know, now Craven, uh, which I thought the trailer was cool. I don't care what people think. man. That was a pretty bloody trailer and I dug it. So. Um, at first I was thinking like, you know, uh, why not put it, you know, give us Gwenpool or something like that in the film. You know what I'm saying? You know, yeah. remember when Gwenpool was a thing and all those. I but think Gwenpool's just, still kind of a thing. I just, I never would have guessed that that was Takashi. He did the cover for Visions, right? The Star Wars cover that everybody wanted. I believe so. Yeah. I, I think it was him. And like yeah. his style is so unique. And I just, I don't know. I would not have recognized this as one of his. Yeah, but go figure. I don't know where, man. So, you know, for organic first appearances. Or you think it's coming to a Sony, uh, what do they used to call it? Spunk? Sony Sony Pictures Univer uh, Universal Cinematic Universe. It was a really, really bad acronym. It wasn't like wow. MCU or DCU. <laughs> SPUC, SPUs. Spunk. CM yeah, trust mm -hmm. me, there's, there's a weird acronym for it. So, you know, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> I Just don't you. look for spunk or something like that, man. But uh, anyway, that's it, boys and girls. Tidy, nice 33 minutes so you guys can enjoy nice. the, the all-star game. Or actually, you should be watching your Nirvana, which you're going to be right. directed to next. Laura, what do you have for tonight's show? Uh, we are covering Adam Hughes. So if you guys oh. are Adam Hughes fans, we're going to ah. be diving into his covers. Ah. Ah. Yeah, it's going to be a quick, fun show. There's going to be a lot of debate with the chat because we're going to try to figure out if you guys know your prices as well as you think you do. Ooh, yeah, hop over to that. We'll be live in about a minute. I wonder cool. how many Adam Hughes signatures have been forged since it's so easy. AH. Yeah, apostrophe. It's such easy. I was just thinking, man, I could do that shit. Anyway, <laughs> JB, any last words? Thanks for joining us, everybody. Really appreciate you. Make sure you tune in on Thursday and uh, check out my IG if you're not familiar with the channel. And don't forget, man, we had a good time. Peace. Okay. Yeah, so make sure you leave a comment on this video. Oh, this which, what was your favorite cover 
and uh, you'll be entered into next week's our Tuesday. next Thursday's Thursday. or this Thursday's Thursday. drawing. This Thursday. And I'm almost caught up. I just I sh just need to ship out three more things, and then uh, I'll be back to being able to do it on a weekly basis as soon as Miss Laura gives me her book. So there you go, man. Oh, thank so, you. Uh, for Laura, JB, and Gabe, who couldn't make it, uh, this is TiVo saying keep digging in them long boxes. Peace out.